Every time we do that, I think of Low Rider. The song Low Rider. Or the song from Uncle Buck. No, no, no. You know what it is? That's Tone Loke. Remember Tone Loke? This is weird. We've already started this. Yeah, because it's from, It's. I remember because it was used in Uncle Buck when every time he made an entrance. I don't know your relatives. Okay. I don't it's, know who came to your house when you were a kid. No, it's John Candy know, movie. All I know is Gail. Remember he had that huge pancake. Is, I just know Gail. I don't know. And then he goes and he chews out the principal at the elementary school. That no, whole thing. She had a giant ward on her face. I don't know your uncle. I don't know your dad. I just know Gail. John Candy. It's a movie. I like Candy. Yes. I, I, John Candy I is hysterical. I do <laughs> know. I know what you're talking about. That was one of my favorite when he was in Dutch. Oh, that was great. <laughs> 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 Dutch is a different yo what's the actor from everybody I mean um Married with Children what's his name oh Damon Waynes Damon Waynes Married with Children yeah no dude no, that's, that's my wife no, and kids that's my wife and kids oh god Married with oh uh Bundy Al Bundy was the Al character Bundy. name Al Bundy was the, the character actual, but the actual guy the Al guy's Bundy. name is um he's Al great Bundy. I really like him as a, he's just, Ed O'Neill Ed O'Neill well Thank she's you. got a computer and she's kind of looking at everything else we're talking about yeah it. you got one too it's called a brain you should you should, you should try to. I use that all the time. You know yeah, what? Exactly. I think that's why we're here. I think that's why we're here. Hey, this thing has started already. Yo, welcome everybody. I am super excited, pumped that you're here. It's myself, Michael Jr., and along with me, I got Tech Guy Nick. What's been going on with you, bro? Nothing much. Just same old, same old. And what does that? What does that mean? It, it's 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 same old, same old. Yeah, same old, same old. It same means same that way. I wasn't really thinking Sound or prepared like for the question to answer everything that's going on because I really don't have a blanket statement for the whole thing. Sounds Nothing like really exciting. It's not like a different language. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. It's like uh, Nano Nano. Remember Nano Nano? Nano Nano from Mork from Ork. <laughs> Mork from, it was Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy, but he was Mork from Ork from Happy Days. Oh, he was? Yeah. I don't remember any of that stuff. Yeah, it was Robin Williams' character. And then Lassie saved him. Remember that part? But Lassie is a completely different show. <laughs> no, Lassie saved him. He used to all remember Lassie. If you, you did, you the ever dog. watch Lassie? Yeah, the dog. That's show. so weird. I never really watched because it. For those who don't know, Lassie is this dog who would he he would save the little boy's life. What was it? What was the little boy's name? Uh, can you look up the little boy's name? Peter or something. But it, the dog would like the little boy would be caught under a log that was on fire, and yeah. Lassie would save him. Yeah, he'd be in a barn that was falling apart, and Lassie would, every episode so Lassie, Lassie would save him. The day, yeah. That little, that's a bad little boy. Let's be real. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> at some, some point, just like, you know what? You right. got yourself into this trouble. Get yeah, yourself at out. At some point, the dog, I'll be like, look, man, I don't know. I'm not a rescue dog. I'm and, just a regular. And okay. everybody pretended that they could understand Lassie. Like, right. Rrr, rrr, rrr. Yeah, he's just barking. What's that? Rrr. Oh, so Timmy's wearing red overalls this time. He happens to be sitting there underneath the tree and that's burning. It's falling apart and there's a grizzly bear about to eat him. Let's go help. Like, wow. <laughs> you understand dog language? What was his name? Huh? Jeff. Jeff. The little boy's name was Jeff? Mm-hmm. No, I felt like I had two syllables. Jeff Miller? Are you, do you, you, that's the actor's name. What was the character's name? Because the character had to have two syllables. You can't be a little, like you wouldn't be a little kid actor with one syllable name. Jeffrey. Yeah, they, he might be Jeffrey, but you can't. Right, no, his real name was Tommy. Tommy. And his, The actor's name was Tommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, the character's you gotta, name was Jeffrey. Because think about it, most kid actors, as their character has to have two syllables because mm-hmm. it's more endearing. Right, because mm-hmm. if you're a little kid, you're cute, you got a dial, you're like, hey, Pete. Like, it's not mm-hmm. as much there. But if you're like, Peter, mm-hmm. see, it's so much better. You can make it more sing-songy. Because nobody really like those one-syllable names. You can't really trust those people. Right, Nick? I totally saw that coming. As soon as you started <laughs> talking about one-syllable name, I was just like, wait for it, wait for it, Here wait it for comes. it. Yo, we're Air supposed to be doing a teaser. We're supposed to be. So the name of this show, as you know, is Funny How Life Works. Yes. Yes. But this episode is actually called, are you ready for it? I think. You want to tell them? I'm yawning. Excuse me. <coughs> wow. So, well, thanks for your interest, Nick. I, I was, I was, I you was ready. You didn't have to announce that you were yawning. Well, it would have sounded can, really weird. Just be like. <laughs> if you can say I'm yawning, you could have said whatever I asked you. I really said I'm yawning. Man, that's jacked up. You just put our listeners to sleep. Could oh, there it goes again. Go Here's leave. what we're going to do. Okay. So this is called Funny How Life Works. But in this episode, you might be thinking. Right. Uh, well, let me let me get a title like this. It's funny how life works as a Hollywood actor who will not compromise. Whoa. You might be asking yourself, what can I learn from a Hollywood actor who was in a movie that was number one in the box office and Michael Jordan was in it? But you about to find out exactly what you can learn. 
Yeah. So we got a new intro button. You want to hit the button, Nick, or what? Like, sure. Uh, I'm not sure if the button works. That's not. That's, that's your knee, knee cap. Where's the button? You just a knee. Cool. Did you, have you heard this new intro yet? We got a new intro to the show. Have you heard it? I think so. Maybe not. If it wasn't on the last episode, then I don't. I didn't hear it. Okay. So listen every well, week. I'll push the button. In. How are you right, gonna cool. push the button if you didn't know? I don't know where the button's located. I'm pushing the button now. Three, two, two, one, seven. All right. So with that being said, we should go ahead and jump into our non-sponsor sponsor. Right now, our non-sponsor sponsor is Funny for the Forgotten. Funny for the Forgotten. If you go to funnyforthefogotten.org, you can figure out how to get funny to those people who have been forgotten. And not to forget them. So this way they become the unforgotten or just the remembered. What'd you say? I said, then you can remember how to remember them, but Wait, they become unforgotten. I forgot what you said. It's a, yeah. Hey, how's your mom doing? Why is we starting there? <laughs> See, when you talk about my mom in the radio voice, it's yeah. creepy. <laughs> this is radio, technically, right? No, it's no, a podcast. I know she visited recently. Yeah, no, she's doing well. She had a dream that I interpreted as pretty cool. And then was, what, she um, she had a dream that you interpreted? Yeah, it was really. Wait, is, your, is, it, is her name Martin Luther Gale? Like, what do you mean? No. <laughs> A dream. It is. It is. We're recording this on Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, cool. absolutely. How do you feel about that? What? Like, what am I supposed to feel? Like, he was a great guy, great orator. He did a lot for <laughs> wow. the uh, did a lot for the civil rights movement and everything else. I, I feel like this is a setup for something that you're trying to <laughs> no, catch. No, dude, me I'm just asking how you feel. Hey, did you know that Martin Luther King's real name, his birth name, was Michael? I think he was named after Martin Luther, just to remember the Reformation. We're wrong. Man, you got you got you know you, you know your white history, but you don't know the black history. Actually, I just found this out. Martin Luther King, his originally his dad's name was Michael, mm-hmm. and then he went over to Germany and some different places. Mm-hmm. He did a bunch of travel to Israel, and he found out about the the works of Martin Luther, and he was yeah. so blown back by it and so taken by it, he went and changed his name to Martin Luther mm-hmm. King, and then as he continued his studies and dug in, it was so powerful. He changed his son's name. To Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. For real. So it was all influenced by Martin Luther, yeah. even though, and, and Martin Luther King Jr., he, his name didn't even get changed. So he was in his like 30s or something, some, something significant. You got mm-hmm. any information on that? Can you verify that this is true? I'm not just making this up. I did verify it. Yeah. Whoa. Why you say that? Like you always verify what I say. Because it's kind of her job. Yeah, but I mean, it almost feels like I'm always lying, and then she's just following me around like, truth, <laughs> truth. She's a fact checker. Dude, she's pregnant. Why you calling? Why you say that about her, man? She, oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, do people know you pregnant? Yeah, yeah remember the we previous did, episode. So remember that? Oh, episode? we talked about the previous episode. Yeah, remember we called up people? Oh, yeah, we called mm-hmm. your aunt. That's right. I almost forgot. Cool. How's she doing? She's doing good. Okay, see, <laughs> did you talk about her aunt? Like, how's she doing? Talk about my how's Gail doing? How's Gail? Yeah. Non-sponsored. Fun. Where were we at? Funny we're for the Forgotten. Yo, yeah, we're talking about Funny for the Forgotten. So go yeah. ahead and uh, if you want to support Funny for the Forgotten, you can do it on a weekly basis or whatever you want to do. That'd be pretty dope. We really appreciate those people over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of those people are us. So we do have some other non-sponsored sponsors that we'll talk about periodically, but they're just not on the list right now. And then the actual sponsor is the Patreon page. Ooh, also you can become a Patreon as well. Just go to Patreon dot com slash michael jr check that out that'd be pretty dope so with that being said yes. i think we should talk to this guy is i consider him a really great dude like he's been acting for a while you've seen him in a bunch of movies but most notable he was in the movie war room mm-hmm. and uh he had the pleasure of being in that movie mm-hmm. you want to you want to tell him who the cast was in war room nick you know what? No, you know movies. Since you know movies, you tell him who, tell the people who were in, who was in the movie. You know, I feel, I feel like you specifically want to point out something, so I'm going to let you take it away from here. No, there's not anything I want to specifically, you're talking about the fact that I'm in the movie too. And See, I, stole I never my said scenes. that. Yeah. You are talking uh-huh. about that. That's not, anyway. So, um, what did you think about the movie, War Room? I haven't seen it. Much like a lot of Wait movies, a I second. haven't seen it. <laughs> I was in a movie that was number one at the box office, and you're the movie guy, and you have not seen War Room? I have not. You seen have not there. seen the number. It hit number one. It was the first Christian okay. film ever to hit number one in the box office. I don't think. I, I don't. Wow. I don't know you anymore. I thought. <laughs> I thought I knew you. Dude. I thought it makes you feel any better. I didn't see Fireproof either. So I mean, there's oh, the- that's better. <laughs> wow, Akila, you saw you saw Fireproof, right? 
I so, saw like, War Room. Like I saw no, a couple yeah, scenes from I War, saw room. War Room. Yeah. I saw a couple scenes from War Room. Oh and gosh. I saw like a scene or two from Fireproof. I just remember look, watching Fireproof. I'm like, oh, there's that. I'm so disappointed in you guys. Listen, I'm so. I only I saw War Room because mm-hmm. I had to. I was in it. You at the premiere? No, they did a great job on War. I was yeah. very impressed with the. No, from, from, from what I've heard, it's really good. It's on my to do list. Yeah. So, cool. did you you ever see um, Nightmare on Elm Street? No. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. I can see the way you went, like your your claws, you, your hand went up. No, one of my nails is bothering me, and I've I've got to do yeah. some guitar work later you know on. So Jesus has some nails too. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. He died on the cross, so you could see movies like War Room. He <laughs> did. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a freedom of choice. Well, that's not exactly why. It's for you and your sins, Nick, and everybody else's sins as well. <laughs> well let's, let's, we're let's, just uh, talking about you right now. <laughs> see. Just focused on you. I'll tell you what is dope. I'll tell you what is really, really mm-hmm. dope. And if you haven't seen this, I, well, we just did a show this weekend, so she would yeah. probably would know. Have you seen Chosen? Any of it? Chosen. Oh, dude, yeah. the Chosen is mm-hmm. dope. Like it is, is really, really, really well done. Okay. Like it's a series about the the life of Jesus. Okay. And it's on TV, and it's really well done, dude. I like. I'm I in, shy away from those just because the last. Me too. I can't stand that. Like that age, that old mm-hmm. time period stuff oh, this no. is legit well no it's not necessarily that's just like i'll be like because as i've expressed on the podcast several times and you and i have had conversations like one of the things that bothers me is when somebody has really bad theology and when usually when hollywood and producers and everything get in there about the bible and what certain things mean scriptures mean how their interpretation of it they want to make it more hollywood and they want to make it more entertaining rather than what it was rather than like well that seems rude i was like it was designed to be rude because they're being they're pharisees they they needed to have their eyes open and Jesus was stern with them for a reason. Mm. You know, scripture always tells us about he gives grace to the humble, but resists the proud. The Pharisees were very, very proud about how much scripture they knew. And Jesus like, you don't see that the scriptures are pointing to the guy standing in front of you. Wow. And so like usually when Hollywood gets involved with a lot of Bible and stuff, I end up watching. I was like, that's inaccurate. This yeah. is inaccurate. I can't stand it. You guys are doing terrible things. You're just scripture. judging the movie the whole time. I suppose looking for something like that I'm you trying out of it. Like I'm trying to look for something yeah. good in it. But most of the time there's a lot of things that are like, you are misinterpreting that and leading people astray. And I can't. So stand you it. try to get something good out of it, but most I of the time you just see the negative. So, yeah. you, so, you know, see time and harvest when you meet a girl. Oh boy. Like, do you think there's a chance that the harvest is showing up? She's looking at it. She's like, I'm trying to get something good out of this, but all I see is negative. <laughs> like, it could show back up. And anyway, so I fully understand what you're saying. I yeah. agree with that stuff. It can happen for real. How, but this movie, The Chosen. Chosen? Yeah. I mean, it's not a movie. Miniseries. What, what they, yeah, it's a miniseries. But what they mm-hmm. did was, um, is there a description to Chosen? Can you, is there like a description that can kind of. So, first of all, none of the Hollywood people, like Netflix, yeah. none of them would take it. Okay. So they actually had to crowdfund this thing. Mm-hmm. And what they've done is they've strategically got deep into the stories of the individuals, but the parts of the stories has never been told before. Like there's a scene in there. One of my favorite scenes is the woman at the well. Yeah. And I don't want to get this away from anybody, but I tell the story pretty, So, but it's one of my favorite parts. So there's yeah. a woman at the well, right? Yeah. And when you first see her, mm-hmm. she's in the marketplace and she's walking around and, um, She's walking through the marketplace and everybody's kind of shunning her a little bit. Nobody's mm-hmm. making eye contact with her. They don't like her. They're looking down at her. Mm-hmm. She got like makeup on. She's walking and then she goes to buy a piece of fruit and a guy who sells her the fruit never even looks at her. She's like, you could at least look at me. And she pays for the fruit and she got a little attitude because everybody mm-hmm. is shunning her. Then she grabs an orange and she sniffs the orange. And then she walks off, starts to eat the orange. And then you, you mm-hmm. at this point, you don't even know who she is really. Right. Mm-hmm. So she continues to walk and then you cut back to Jesus and his disciples. At this point, I think he only got seven disciples with him, but you know, mm-hmm. all of them in depth. Like this mm-hmm. is probably episode five or something right here. Mm-hmm. You know, all of them in depth in a big way. And then Jesus sees a well from a distance. His disciples go to the left. He keeps walking up to the well. He puts a smile on his face. Then he walks up to the well and he sits there. And then the lady in the middle of the day, the, um, the lady mm-hmm. from the well, she comes walking up. And as you know, she's a Samaritan. Mm-hmm. Right. And she got the water. And the reason she's not there during the day is because, uh, I mean, the reason she's not there in the morning like everybody else is because nobody wants to be around her. So she, and then Jesus is sitting there just like in a Bible. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, hey, can you pour me some water? She's like, you're not supposed to be talking to me. Why, why, why are you having a conversation with me? And then, as you know, as it reads in the Bible, it'll mm-hmm. say, um, and then Jesus said, well, why don't you go back and get your husband and I'll tell you everything. And then she's like, well, I'm waiting on the Messiah to come back. And he says, I am he. And then she, she's not really tripping in the movie scene. She's like, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. You're him? Really? Mm-hmm. And then he says, why don't you go get your husband and I can teach both of you. And she said, I don't got a husband. And he's like, and yeah. And then he's like, I know. 
Because you've had five. You got room. five. Mm-hmm. And the one you living with is not your husband right now. So at that point, she's tripping. Now, in the Bible, mm-hmm. it, it says she runs off and meets. It said, come meet the man who's told me everything I've ever done. Mm-hmm. But in the Bible, all you hear is the fact that you got five mm-hmm. husbands and the one you're not living with right now isn't even him. Mm-hmm. Right. But then Jesus says to her, so she's still not believing in this scene. Right. Mm-hmm. And then but she is a little shaken. Mm-hmm. And then he says to her, he says a name. And the name is like Mark something or another. Mm-hmm. And it's the name of her first husband. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, he used to beat you and he made you feel like nothing and you had to leave him. And at this point, she drops her water, her water bottles. Then he said, then he says a second name. I can't remember what it was. He said, he was your second husband and he loved you. He really loved God and he loved you. And he used to work in the orange fields. So now when you walk through the marketplace, every time you see an orange, you buy it and you smell it. So because it reminds you of a man who treated you right. Mm-hmm. Whoa, snap. At this mm-hmm. point, she's done crying. And then, mm-hmm. then the disciples meet up with him and then they walk off to Samaria, almost like Ocean's Eleven. Like it's pretty dope. <laughs> this scene is really, really dope. The way they mm-hmm. do it is so well done. Anyway, that's chosen. But today we've chosen to have on the show my man. He's been in a multiple movies. This dude yeah. is serious about his relationship with his family, his relationship with God, and he's a serious actor. Like he, they hit number one in the box office. So I just think yeah. we should probably just go ahead and jump in this thing. Is he serious all the time, or is he just goofy at times? Okay, you say he's a I believe you. serious actor. Just- Thanks, Ridiculous. I'm going to go ahead and introduce my man now. My man, T.C. Stalling. How you doing, man? Stalling's in the cribs, took as I like to call him. A personal human being. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you was listening. <laughs> no, I knew. Cool. Yo, so I kind of gave some people, I think I gave people some background on you, but uh, I know it's going to be weird because you, you're one of the most humble people I know. But let everybody know what you've done as far as movies are concerned. We were in the movie uh, War Room together, which is awesome. And a lot of people know that that movie actually hit number one at the box office. And you were, you, you're running the leading role in that thing and just smashed it. But that wasn't your first movie and it wasn't your last movie either. Like, what else have you done? I got started in 04. That was my first time on TV and I was on Animal Planet. And that's when the acting bug had kind of bit. And then, uh, so I'm like, okay, this is a reality <laughs> TV show. That's not really real. So let me, let me see how to really get into this acting thing. And then if you remember the movie Secretariat, that movie was shot in Louisville, Kentucky. Wait, wait, what was the name of the movie? Secretariat. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm going to say I don't remember that movie, but I'll tell you that Nick probably does. Nick, do you recall that movie? I don't remember the entire thing of it. I just remember it's about a horse because I think it was about the Kentucky Derby or something like yep, that. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's not a movie Nick doesn't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> famous, famous derby horse. Yep. You know, yep. one of the one of the greatest of all time. Whatever they 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 shot that there, and they had an opening for extras to come in and unpaid whatever. And I got in there, and that was my first time on a real movie set. There's thousands, thousands of people, and I'm just like, okay, I think I might want to try this. Went to see the movie Fireproof and saw the impact that that had on people. So movies just kept showing me the power that they have. And then I'm praying. I'm like, Lord, if you want me to do this, open the door. I got connected with the wow. brothers. Wait, so you said, well, let me let me pause you for a second. You said movies kept showing you the power that they have and you wanted. Well, how'd, you, how'd you say that just now? I want everybody to catch yeah, this. movies kept showing me that power that they have in, in terms of influencing people. Right. You know, and y'all remember this back when you when you little. If y'all if y'all familiar with Bruce Lee movies, you sitting there you watching Bruce Lee back in back in, when I grew up. Yep. We watched yep. Bruce Lee. Soon that movie go off. We ain't done no karate all year. Could care less about karate. Mm-hmm. But soon that movie go off, we all go outside and start kicking and dropping. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> and while you're doing it, your lips don't match what you're saying. It is amazing how that works. That's- <laughs> <laughs> you know. And, and, and it's funny, you you joking, but we would do that. Absolutely. You would fake, you would fake, you would fake the Chinese talking. Like everything about the movie influenced you. And so, again, man, I, hold on. I think I'm, I got I'm, one I'm, movie. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I think I got one movie that 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 he that Nick may not know. I'm gonna say the phrase, and TC, I know that you know this, and Ock probably knows this one too. But let's find out if Nick knows this. I'm gonna say a phrase first. And you guys will know what movie I'm talking All about. Right. We'll see if Nick knows. Show enough. 
I've heard the phrase several times. I just can't place which a, movie you're that you're specifically talking about. TC, you know what I'm talking about? When I say yeah, show, I heard you talking about. Uh, can you guys, you know what I'm talking about? She a little younger. Mm. Show enough. Okay, I'm gonna give you another. I'm gonna give you another hint. Uh, who's the master? Okay, here's oh. <laughs> And the dudes and the main character's name was you want to say it with me, TC? Bruce Leroy. Yep. Bruce One, Leroy. It was like the black Bruce Lee. Bruce Leroy. Yeah. Bruce Leroy. Yeah, Bruce Leroy. Show enough. Show enough. Show yeah. enough. I think it's on knockoff or something like that. Something no, like it was knockoff. <laughs> the knockoff of the knockoff. So knockoff I've seen one. the movie Undercover Brother where they yeah. mentioned yes. Bruce Leroy. Yes. Oh. Eddie Griffin. Yeah, Eddie Griffin's in that one. That's yeah. a, hey, that a mistake way, watching that by movie. By the way. On an earlier podcast, TC. Oh boy, here we go again. Listen, I asked Nick, "What is a good looking who, who who's a good looking guy?" He said, "Was that older white guy?" You said, "Grant, Cary Grant, Cary Grant." Right? Then I said, "What's a good looking black dude?" And he says, "Eddie Griffin." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay, we're just gonna leave it right there. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, yeah, let's just leave it. Yeah, let's just leave it there. Cause we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, can do, we can discuss this criteria later. I just, I just want to know the criteria. Yeah, wanna... me too. Okay. Right. I, I feel kind of bad now. <laughs> Apparently, I'm really ugly to him. But go ahead. Go ahead. You're, okay, so the, the reason you got into acting. First oh, yeah, of all, you're a great actor, too. Man. Go ahead. The influence. So that, that just got me to the point to where I'm like, okay, I was a pro athlete at the time. You know, um, and I'm slowly watching God shift my passion. I ain't know it at the time, but the more and more I started seeing film and impact, the more and more I'm like, okay, I've impacted a lot of people through football. I want to continue to do that. This looks to be the vehicle, you know, that I feel like God want me to do, but I've never really done anything. So let me just make sure I ain't a prisoner of the moment. I'm going to do the Lord. I do that, and just months later, I got my first major audition in a major film, and that was Courageous in 2010. And, uh, I jumped on that role and I ain't looked back since. And here I am, 20 films in, and I'm 20, 22 films later. Um, this is what I've been doing ever since. Hey, so 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 we were in War Room together, right? But let's back up a little bit. Yep. I don't know if we didn't talk about this. We've never really talked about this in detail. In fact, I never even told you some of this, but we'll, we'll just jump onto it right now. So we were in a movie together before War Room. Do you sure remember? Was. We were. You want to tell him about the movie we was in for? Wait, Nick looking at me like, wait, is that appropriate? You know, this is like, what was it? Yeah, you want to tell him about? Do you think you should be elaborating on this? But we don't even, we didn't even know each other though, right? We didn't, man. I I hadn't even, I I didn't, I didn't know you or I didn't even, I didn't find out we were in that movie together until after we did one. But I remember seeing you, dude, on the side, and I don't know if you was in character. But you was the meanest looking dude on the whole side. I was like, what is wrong with this dude? Maybe he was in character. The movie was called, what was the name of it? I don't even know if it came out. Oh, uh, One Heart. Oh, the movie's called One Heart. One Heart. It was filmed in Dallas. Yep. And um, I played yep. a I played a coach. They actually I just did a cameo. But you played a prison guard, right? Yeah. And then yeah, who else? Played, the main uh, character was who? Who else? No, no, was no, 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 no. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't play the prison guard. I was, I was originally cast for prison guard, and they switched me to the thug that looked like TJ. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense because you did. You was thugging out on the side. Either one or one. When I saw you, you looked like a thug. And then the main character was uh, who's the main character in that movie? I forgot. Uh, uh, Mark uh, Lucas and uh, played the coach, and Romeo Miller played the football player. Right, Romeo was in it. I always get Romeo and Bow Wow mixed up. I can't tell the difference. That sounds weird. Anyway, yeah. so we were in that yeah. movie together, and that movie didn't do uh, well. It just didn't do well. But then we were in War Room together, and it hits number one at the box office. Boom. Number one, man. Number one at the box office. What nobody expecting that. Everybody thought it was going to be like straight out of Compton or straight out of like, what, what are you looking at, Nick? Nick pulled up something online. Nothing. Nothing Ooh. at all. I'm yeah, doing nothing suspicious. Compton, straight out of Compton that came out the week before and mm-hmm. was number one. Yeah. Straight out of Compton was number and, one. Uh, yeah. And we came in after that. The very next week, we opened up at number two. Behind Straight Outta Compton, they held their spot. And then mm-hmm. the week after that, in our second week, we took over number one. That was crazy. Yeah, and nobody was expecting because the whole movie cost. Like, the average movie, Nick, what does the average movie cost these days? Nick? I have no idea. Like, if you had to guess. If, I mean, as ignorant as you are. like if As you ignorant as at least, like, six to ten million. Six to ten that's million. Too big, that, that's too big of a... That's too big of a 
Well, no. Many factors. Straight out of Compton was like was yeah. There's a lot of factors in that, but I yeah. think straight, what was the budget on Straight out of out of Compton? Straight, straight out of Compton was a was a was a high budget movie. Just yeah, for yeah. the mere fact that the people cast it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was probably twenty it's, million I mean, dollars. But War Room cost how much? What, how much was it? Fifty million. Fifty million dollars. Fifty million dollars. Who do you think you're kidnapping? <laughs> Fifty million dollars was straight out of Compton, and then it gets eclipsed by this movie called War Room. Mainly because my three scenes, I'm sorry, four, it, it gets a clip. <laughs> and then how much did it cost to make War Room? You want to tell them? War Room, somewhere between five and 12. No, it was $3 million. I tell it's a story so much better than you. It was $3 million. I know because I was also. Per- well, you're leaving, out, you're, leaving out, you're leaving out P&A though. Yeah, but that's marketing. What's it called? Like, uh, what's it called? They're, um, who is that? Fred out of Compton ain't talking about P and A. They talking about production. All right, so I'm gonna play a scene from War Room. This is the scene. Um, what you're gonna see is nothing because this is a podcast. But this is a scene of me and you in the uh, in the gym, right? You working out? You want to set yep. this up? Can you, yeah, set set this up. Yeah, we working out just so that we normally do, and we just started rapping. And throughout the conversation, we just. You know, just driving throughout the conversation, you catch on that some stuff's really cracking in my in my personal life with my wife, and we start digging in and it gets deep. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happens. So this is the scene from War Room where TC plays a mayor character. I just play his best friend, and we at the gym, and this is what happens. Check it and see if I can play it. You got another bonus? Yes, sir. Dude, I went in the wrong line of work. <sighs> well. I couldn't have been a paramedic. <laughs> you got that right, bro. And you two, calm with yourselves, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but could you imagine if I got bonuses every time I save somebody's life? <laughs> Let's check it out. Heimlich, $200, right? Um, CPR, 400 Right. Like a thousand if they're ugly. <laughs> Dude, remember that one lady who had swallowed that garlic and she choked and had to give her mouth to mouth? Yeah. That should have been a Hawaiian vacation. I couldn't have done it. Yeah, you could do it. You're not just gonna let somebody die in front of you while you eat your salad. I don't do CPR, Mike. I don't just call that one one. That's just cold. You just gonna let somebody die? Yo, what if it was your wife? <laughs> Hold on, bro. What, what? What's that? What is that? What's what? Dude, what's up with you and Liz? Nothing. Nothing? Look at you getting all tight. You got extra veins popping out that wasn't even there before. Mike, I'm just tired of her, okay? All right, I said it. I'm just tired of her junk. Her junk? Dude, you married her junk and all. It's not like some sort of buffet where you get to pick and choose what you want. You get all of her, bro. You bet not have somebody on the side. So you're trying to do CPR in my personal life now? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm a paramedic, but I'm also a Christian, which means I help people while I'm helping people. Now, look, we've been friends for a long time, but some things are just none of your business. True. And since we've been friends a long time, I'm not just going to watch your marriage die. So if it's bleeding, I'm not going to keep eating my salad. Wow. Wow. That is dope. That was amazing. Here's the thing. Now, on this scene, if you, that was a scene from War Room with me and TC, in case you're just joining us, which is weird. Why don't you rewind it and hear this information? Anyway, <laughs> if you, uh, so that was a scene where he, where we actually, I'm a friend and a friend should confront a friend like this. So listen, the name of this podcast, we decided is really, we, we really want to know about how is it as a, as an actor in Hollywood, you did number one movie. What do you do to make sure you're not compromising? what it is you're really called to do? Well, I get that question a lot, man. I ask, I, I ask myself a simple question. I've been doing it for the last 10, 12 years. If Jesus walked in, could I keep doing what I'm doing? It, it, it's really that simple. It's a question that a lot of people don't, you know, especially in Hollywood, they, not only do they not ask themselves this, but they don't 
as fans, people don't ask them this question because they're fans. They don't feel like, you know, that's a proper question to ask. But if you really want to check somebody's relationship with the Lord, it's like, if you, if Jesus literally walked in and sat down to take in your performance, could you keep doing it? Could you just comfortably keep going? Well, whatever you're saying, well, whatever you're doing. And so I ask myself that, and if the answer is no, then I know flat out it's a no for me. It's, it's really that, it's that simple. And then it's like, well, how do you stick with that, regardless of the size of the check or regardless of the notoriety? It's just like, well, at the end of the day, when all that burn up, when everything go away, you got to answer to Jesus when he put that check on your life. You know, when he when he holds you accountable for everything. And at that point, you can't take nothing with you, so it ain't even worth it. So those two things combined is, is always my criteria. And it's just, it keeps me clean, man. If he walked in, everything else is all burnt up anyway because he didn't came back. So it's really like... <laughs> Like it's the end, like we, he back. So, wow, that is dope. Hey, so I know, I know personally some of the stuff that you've been offered, but, uh, like give us an yep. example of some things that have, have been able to come your way and you had to say no to it, even though it looked really, really good. Like, like share some of that with for us. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I've auditioned for probably some of the top people in Hollywood and I'm, I'm be careful about naming names. We just know there's it's people that you. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want you to name anybody well. we, we, just for clarity. We don't want you to name anybody. Just, just, just tell us what their, right. what their name is. And then we'll just, we'll, yeah. that's fine. And if you have social security <laughs> numbers, that'd be great too. I, I'll put it to you this way. You see, these are people you, you see all the time. You probably see them now. And, uh, you know, I would have, it was some love scenes that I had to do if I was going to take the role. And then that was a, Easy, obvious, no for me. Um, you know, there's some things you can't fake on screen. You know, uh, you can't fake language and you can't fake, you know, kissing people. You know, these right. are things that, you know, an F-bomb is an F-bomb. You know, a right. kiss is a kiss. Ooh, and so yeah. for me, those were no's. And so I had an opportunity to be on a, a popular show if because I, I had a great first audition. But then the second audition, when I came back, I started to see what the meat of it was. And uh, I had to walk away from that. And... Um, other things is I was represented by one of the top agencies and management companies in Hollywood. And I can't say that, you know, like, like Holly Berry, Taraji T. Henson, all of them, we were all managed by that exact same company at one point. And so for me, they were asking me to do some things. Uh, now, I won't speak into who my particular manager was, but they were asking you to do some things that will cause you a compromise just so you can step up the ladder in Hollywood. They're like, hey, you are a guy that, you got the leading man look, you got the build, you got, but you're going to have to drop some of these, I don't do X, Y, Z, if you really want to make it. And so eventually that led, led to me switching managers. So it was, wow. it was, it was just one of those things where, man, it was always in my face to compromise, man. But again, I go back to my question and I don't want to ever hurt my witness for the Lord. And those things would hurt. So I said, no. Wow. That is dope. I guess one of the questions I have is like, how do you? Uh, wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Huh. Let me guess. Okay. At least because he's married, and you want to know how to happen. No. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know for sure. Because Nick, have you ever done a, a, a scene in a movie where you had a, where you had a breakup and you started crying like a grown man with a beard? Have you ever done that before, TC? No. Okay. Well, if you ever need to, if you ever need to study someone who 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 is who's done that and they they just cry for like six months, you could um six months. <laughs> I'm just playing. He didn't in cry. Real life, Nick is, is real life. yeah, yeah. Nick is strong, man. Every time, every time a woman leaves him, he just handles it just fine. Every time, like it's been thirty-six times now, and he handles it. He's getting better. Didn't know you we were counting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. It was the same girl. This is crazy. Oh. Just, <laughs> that's not true at all. Homie, just, don't play that. I just mm -hmm. made that up. He said, homie, he got a sock well, in his hand. Technically, technically, that's how Tony George was when he, when he thought he was about to lose his wife. He he, he really went there. Oh, yeah. By the way, one of my I'm glad you mentioned that, TC. One of my favorite things about the movie War Room mm. is after we sat down and watched it. Remember we went to the premiere? We were sitting together, TC. And I noticed in the movie, you got to watch the movie War Room, right? It's done by the Kendrick Brothers. They're great people. We should have them on as a guest one time, maybe, if, if they would pay me to be on as a guest. So um, Hold on here. Pay you to be as a guest on your own show? Yeah, dude. It's funny how life works. <laughs> Special guest, Michael Jr. on Michael Jr. Presents Funny How Life Works with Michael Jr. <laughs> so, just, just making sure I'm clear on so, this. So, TC, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, and you know I'm not wrong, and you know where I'm going. So, at the beginning of this movie, he is the man. Like, he is the man. Like, he, he's, he's arrogant a little bit, a little a lot, not super likable yep. because yep. he's such a good actor. 
And in real life, dude is like, like he's just one of the greatest people you want. He's just a really legit dude. But on screen for this movie, he's not likable at all at the beginning of the movie. Then he gets humbled and his wife is about to leave. Dude loses his job. And for real, all the bass is gone from his voice. <laughs> like, you don't got no more bass at all. If I play that scene again, you just heard. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, tell my business, man. Some things ain't none of your business. By the end, you're like, man, she left me. I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, she gone. She gone. Lord, please help. I'm like, where did the bass go? So every time I watch War Room. You know what's funny? You know what's funny about that? Now, you ain't lying, because you look, you look at the first half, but then the very first time you see him lighting up, that took it out of him. And then that's like, <laughs> daughter. When he when he talking to his daughter on the stairs, that's the first, that was right after his confession. He done cried the blues. He had a conversation with his daughter. She softened him up first. And it was just, he was just softened up from there on out. Right, right. That's dope. He's all on the stairs apologizing. He's just like, I haven't been saying to your mother. I haven't been there. <laughs> you know, he ain't, he ain't had none of that before. Right. Before, before he was like, ain't you, ain't you a little too old to be jump open? Right, right. At the end, he's like, listen, I'm sorry that I, uh, I'm like, dude, he got a puppet on his hand or something? Why is he talking like this? And then I got a call from you. I'm going to put myself out there too. Then I get a call from this dude after my movie that I started in came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, selfie dad. Mm-hmm. And this brother points out to me. <laughs> I didn't even notice it. Same thing. Same thing. I get humbled in selfie dad and I'm watching and my bass is gone. I'm like, what just happened? Where's the bass gone? <laughs> Completely. Yo, Renickless had a question for you. I was too. cracking up. Yeah, that was dope. No, uh, the question I had is like, how I know that being an actor has a lot of strain on just like personal life and stuff. How do you handle that extra stress of uh, between job and, and personal as far as that's concerned? Well, I was just having this conversation where I put stuff in basically disorder, faith first, and then my health, and then my family. And this is a little bit different from what I'm used to hearing. Uh, people don't usually throw health up in the mix, but for me, faith first, you know, God, why you here, your purpose, all of that stuff. But then my health, you know, I realized that ain't enough emphasis put in on that. I want to focus on my health so that I can be there for my family. Um, having my family before my health actually didn't even work right. You, 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 your body all messed up, your, your mind all messed up. You can't do nothing for them. You got to be healthy and be there for them. And so when I look at my son, I look at my daughter, I look at, at them and the things that they're pursuing and growing into. You read, you know, uh, James 4, 13 through 14, where it talks about life and what it is. And you don't know what tomorrow holds. You can't be here. Mm-hmm. I just imagine that each day, if I don't see tomorrow, if my kids prepared to live without me, if my wife prepared to live without me, and without a daily investment into those three, my son, my wife, my daughter, I'm straight up wasting my time. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, I can't let my career get me to the point to where I got to answer that question negatively. If my if wow. I'm more prepared mm-hmm. for people to enjoy my career over my kids and my wife being prepared to live without me and my priorities is all jacked up. So that's, that's, that's pretty much the criteria. That, that is great. Also, mm-hmm. man, you work out a lot. I'm wondering if you can give Nick some pointers cause he got a muscle, but he, he want to get some more. You got any, like, he has a muscle. <laughs> a muscle. <laughs> he got that. He got that one muscle. Oh, also speaking of muscles, let me say this. If you guys go see the movie war room and you see the scene that we just played with me in the, in the gym, TC's character is all swole up and working out and stuff. And I am not as much. I got on loose clothes. And I did that specifically for my role. Like, I'll go all out <laughs> for my role. Like, I didn't want to uh-huh. have my guns just jumping, uh-huh. out, jumping out. And then suddenly, because <laughs> here's the thing. Name a funny character in a movie who got muscles. Exactly. And you know a movies, Nick. Who got who all built up. Name He just swole up and his muscles and he muscle bound. Terry no. Crews. Thank you. <laughs> Terry Crews. Did anybody That's ask good- her to say something? Did anybody ask her? Thank I said a funny. Okay, whatever. Terry Crews. Okay. Terry Crews. <laughs> it's a great example. Good save. Good save, Akila. Here's my point. I don't have one now. Thanks to you, Akila. Thank you so much. <laughs> Plus, he don't got real muscles. I'm going to call Terry Crews right now. Let y'all, he he going, the, the truth is out that he don't got real muscles. Have you met Terry before, TC? I'm going to try to call this dude right now. Uh, I, I did. I didn't. I met his wife. And Terry he was uh, about 10, 15 steps away and never came over to where we were. But they, we were at the uh, premiere for Ben Hur together. Oh, Rebecca. She's pretty dope, man. 
This is a really great book. Yeah. I don't know which one. I got three numbers on this dude. <laughs> Maybe you guys can call him. Maybe the listeners call him. His number is 626. <laughs> that is not who well, I'm not giving this dude number away. And I should have him on the show. It'd be weird if I just called him and didn't do the thing. Everybody listening, they're not an actor. Let's just be like, they're just, they're just not going to be. Right. But how would you say this could apply to somebody else's life with regards to your method of not of not compromising? Like if somebody's just a a regular, just a regular plain person that doesn't really have a lot going on. Like, just like if you want to tell Nick how to apply this to his life, like, how would you? No, no, no. I'm not saying you don't have nothing going on. Yeah, nothing going on. Hey, by the way, nothing moving forward for you. By the way, ladies, don't forget we have an email address oh, in boy. case you're interested in linking up with Nick and we're going to have you on the show. Linking we're up? Linking up like we're going to do a show. Oh, boy. We're going to do a show together. Remember Kathy? Kathy, we're still waiting on. So, do we, do we get any emails for Nick yet? Okay. So, ladies, if you're interested in meeting Nick, I need you to email. Send an email to um, techwife at michaeljr.com. So send an email to check, techwife at michaeljr.com. Techwife? Yeah, you should you probably check yourself. That's what I'm saying. So send, I went to the country. That's where I went. So send an email to techwife at michaeljr.com and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Send us a picture and then maybe we'll link you up with Nick. When I say link you up, I mean in an appropriate way. So TC Stallings. Well, first, before you give us that, tell us, tell us what else you got going on, man. How can people find out about you? Well, I am executive producing at a new network that we got coming at the end of February called PAX TV. You can check that out at PAX-TV.com. And uh, I'm basically going to be opening up doors for, you know, people like myself. Just people that want to entertain in a non-compromising way, want to honor God with talents, whether it be writing, producing, acting. So I'm really excited about that. You know, I've been pursuing that for a long time. Got a new TV show that I'll be on that I can't even talk about, so I don't know why I brought it up. And uh, my new movie coming out is uh, My Brother's Keeper, which I cannot wait for y'all to see. It's the strongest role I've ever had, the most challenging role I've ever had. And you can check that out at mbkfilm.com. And um, yeah, and I got my own podcast coming out called the TCS Live Show. And uh, that starts at the end of this month. But all of, all, anything else with me, I'll be here forever. You can just check out my website, tcstalling.life, and uh, you find out about everything there. That is great. My brother's keeper. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. You should be related to Nick. March 19th. March 19th. 19th. My brother's keeper. You can check out. We'll put all of that in the show notes probably, unless we forget. So you can check. Unlikely. Akilah's Akilah's been scribbling everything Akilah's writing everything down. She's going to have it there. If not, if you don't remember on your own, it's just too bad. So (laughs) listen, here's what I want everybody to catch. There's going to be, no matter what you do, you may be an actor. You probably, wait, are we doing this now? Okay. All right. So here's what I want you to catch. If you didn't catch this from Mr. T.C. Stallings, I'm going to put this in a nice little rap for you. I'm not going. Okay, maybe I will. I would suggest not. <laughs> well, you, hey, you, did, you, did ask, you did ask a question, though. Okay, I'll let you do it. And there's, right, a, there's, a, there's, a, simple, there's a simple answer to it, man, because that was a good question. I ain't wanna, no, I ain't rapping. Even though I can't go, you know I can go. But, uh, Hold on, what's it? You're you not gonna be able short. to not rap. I'm gonna keep doing this beat. You, you, you gonna, you gonna find yourself <laughs> rapping. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. All right, there you go, have it. But, but, uh, but now you made a good point. Like, what? It's funny. Now we're doing that. That sounds like the show going off. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, you won the Academy Award. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Jesus because of the impression that you've given them. 
So that would be wow. my one criteria right there for myself. Wow. You know, and then um, and as far as how you live in your life and achieving things, whether it be getting a promotion or just coming up with something at work or just whatever you're doing, the way you raise your family, the way you, at the end of the day, when someone compliments you or you get some glory, but remember God gave you that gift, you're you living up to a purpose, don't steal his glory by soaking it up all for yourself. You know, so those wow. are two ways that, you know, yeah. I trade in my will for God's will, don't that put myself great. ahead of him. And then with how I'm living my life, I want people to get a great, clear picture of who Christ is, and I don't want to get in the way of any of that. And so uh, that's how you can apply it. And that goes with anything you do. Wow, that's dope. So check it. Overall, you're saying to <laughs> not to... <laughs> hey man, they think all of, all black people rap now. What are you doing, man? You can't both of us. <laughs> Nick, drop that beat. That's a new outro, man. I've been trying to get a, a better outro because our last podcast somehow got mixed up, and the outro is like somebody on the piano, and it's really kind of awkward. But dude, you are completely awesome man like like you really really bring it like on the real so i appreciate you so so much the way you constantly bring it and then the other day when we played ball <laughs> we that was so much fun. yeah that was fun that was a blast this dude is crazy athletic let me just say that oh and in, in war room in a the movie there's a scene let me tell this one story real quick so there's a scene in war room a basketball scene do you remember what happened before the cameras came on when we were practicing that that play tc I think I, I, Dude, I mean, so listen. So, so Alex Kendricks is the director, mm -hmm. and there's a basketball scene where I pass the ball to TC. He dunked the ball. No special effects. Dude, just dunk. In practice and rehearsal, he puts on these bean bags that weigh like 50 pounds to practice dunking with 50 pounds on them. I'm like, goodness gracious, man! Oh, just have a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right before that scene, we practice like we're like okay, because Alex don't know nothing about basketball. Mm -hmm. The cool thing about the Kendricks brothers, they know what they don't know. And they're cool with saying, hey, I don't know. Because the the, the, right. the movie had all black people in it. And neither one of them have ever been black. Did you know that about them? They're Kendrick's brothers, but they're not Kendrick's brothers. <laughs> anyway, so. The Kendrick's brothers. Yeah, they're the brothers. Brothers. Kendrick's brothers. So, so, there's a, so this was a hard, this was a hard move to pull. <laughs> the Kendrick brothers. <laughs> We're brothers. Kendrick guys. <laughs> anyway. Amazing dudes, right? So he's like, hey, how should this play? So I had to cross this one dude over. I crossed this guy over. And normally, the play would have been for me to just bounce the ball off the backboard, TC, grab it, and dunk. Mm -hmm. But I thought it would be better if I bounced the ball between the dude's legs really hard off the ground. It hits the ground, then hits the backboard, then TC, grab it, and dunk. And Alex is like, well, can you do that? And I go ahead and I do it. It's like, like this is a hard thing to pull off. So I did it. Bang, bang, off the, and TC dunks. And then I'm like, oh, that was smooth. So then we get ready to do it again, right? Ready, set, go. We do it again. It's like crazy. And then Alex like, okay, we're going to start recording. I'm like, dude, <laughs> dude, that was the best talk on. And then, and then he starts recording it. And we can't do it no more. It's going over the backboard. It, right, like right. it's just not happening. So we had to do a regular off the backboard dunk. And mm -hmm. TC pulled it off. And there's no special effects. No, um, it's not weird. Like, he, yeah. like, the, my pass was really my pass. Mm -hmm. So the dunk was okay. Anyway. <laughs> hey, you know what we should do? We should recreate that. Yeah. I've already recreated the flip because people didn't believe that I could flip. So I had to do that, which was fun. If we recreate that, that wow. we need to do that. Wow. That could be kind of cool, man. Mm -hmm. Why would we do that? <laughs> Yes. Same reason why we have a podcast for giggles. <laughs> so people could just giggle. Just right. people. That's dope. People, yeah. People, so, think, people don't think you okay. people don't think you could throw that position of a pass. They mm -hmm. don't think I can get up. And here we are still in our mid forties can still do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We proved something. Plus, we got some good special effects we could use too if needed. So Hello, anyway, you're awesome. So let me say this. If you're out there, as T C said, if you're just a person who happens to be a person right and um you're not really sure how any of this would apply to you let me explain something in life there's always going to be a point everyone gets these things that i refer to as a checkpoint a checkpoint is where you're really getting tested to see if you can be trusted with even more so for example there may be an opportunity for you to to tell a little a small little lie or not quite tell the truth or do something to get ahead 
But when you make that decision to do that little bitty thing that you think nobody will notice to get ahead, it's actually going to set you back because that just means you came to a checkpoint and you couldn't pass it. So now all of these other opportunities are no longer available to you. I'm telling you, look for those checkpoints and you will be amazed at how many doors will open up as a result of it. TC, for example, had some checkpoints prior to him getting this opportunity to star in the movie that then goes to number one in the box office. Had he not passed those checkpoints earlier where he would not compromise, he wouldn't have had that sort of access. But he chose to do the right thing in the midst of the checkpoint, especially when it seemed nobody else would ever notice. He went on ahead and did what he had to do. In your life, there's checkpoints. Some of you guys are probably coming up on some checkpoints today, or maybe you failed at a checkpoint yesterday, but another one will be coming soon and you have to make the choice to do the right thing so you can get greater access to even more out of life. Where much is given, much is required. So you got to make the right choice. We appreciate you. We love you. Like for real, that was just a little off the cuff moment we decided to do in the midst of Funny How Life Works. It truly is Funny How Life Works. For Ridiculous, I'm Michael Jr. We out. Yo, by the way, Nick, do you know what we're offering people? Because we always like to give people something kind of cool. You know what we giving them? Life advice. Yeah, dude, that's part of the show. It's called Funny How Life Works. But also, they have, a, they have something they can get for listening to the show because we love our people so much. A happy feeling. Some, some giggles. They got that from like being a part of the show and listening. Golden grams. Golden grams. Yeah. Wow. Golden grams. Golden girls. I'm not you sure how to this, let us know that how this game works. Your grandma goes to a tanning salon. Is that what they do? <laughs> <laughs> no, they actually get access to a name your price CD. Sweet. Literally, if you go to michaeljr.com/cd, you can get my very first comedy special, the audio to it, at whatever price you desire. Because we know right now a lot of people uh, don't really have a lot of opportunities to laugh. Mm-hmm. So instead of only selling this we're allowing people to go ahead and just get a cd at whatever price you want if you put in a hundred dollars boom that's great more people can get a cd but if you put in zero dollars then we're going to send that to you 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 just pay for shipping but it's just name your price for funny for reasons cd so again just go to michaeljr.com slash cd and Mm -hmm. boom that it's yours it'll show up in the mail you get to enjoy it it's really because we appreciate you and want to insert more laughter in your life